There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi. Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> this is like every, the last three have been like this, and I, I'm almost wondering if we're doing this intentionally at this point. <laughs> Yeah, they, all of my concentration is going into me saying hi at the beginning. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. This next hi is going to be the best hi you've ever done. Yeah, woo, hi. Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watch Jurassic Park. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello. Hi, Jim. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Living my life. Being a person. I'm into it. Oh, that's nice. I like people uh speaking of people we have a guest who's a person um that was a good transition jim she is recipient of world's best patient certificate from friends on behalf of her therapist in recognition of her dedication hard work and introspective (laughs) introspective self-care it's sheila master hello i'm a person oh i love it yes you are (laughs) Thank you for being oh. a person and for coming on uh, to talk to uh, us about dinosaurs. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so excited to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you are. I, I was like pretty amped last night when I put it in. I was like, let's let's fucking do this. I haven't watched this shit in so long. Let's go for it. I think when I was watching it, what I remembered is I don't like feeling scared and nervous (laughs) oh Oh. okay so (laughs) i it's been a long time since i've because i watched this movie a billion times as a kid so it's Mm -hmm. no longer a scary movie to me but i do remember Mm. watching it as a horror movie as a kid which is like weird to me now because it's like oh it's a classic this was the second time i had ever seen it nice i saw it when i was a child and like so watching it last night was just just pieces of deja vu the entire time <laughs> just remembering the situation of watching the movie originally cuz it was like my my parents uh my family would get together every new year's eve with people that we used to live next door to so it was like the hearts and the murphys Nice. We were all neighbors and then stopped being neighbors but continued to celebrate New Year's Eve together. Aww, so it was yes. one New Year's Eve, all the kids were up, like we were at the Hart's house. We were all on the like on the bed in the master bedroom watching this movie together. And Aww. that was it. That was the one time I saw it and I never watched any subsequent <laughs> Jurassic Park movie. I didn't realize what a predicament I put you in when I asked you to come onto the podcast. I didn't realize you had to be like I don't know. Can I put myself through this again? <laughs> well, I didn't. I <clears throat> sorry. I just remembered like bits and pieces of it, so I didn't remember if I liked it or not. Mm. I just remembered. I feel like I remembered it more from it being referenced than the movie itself. Okay, so yeah. watching it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is the movie. I remember all of this." I I yeah. was. A, like a scary Mary as my mom would call it when I was a kid so like everything scared the hell out of me as a kid and I know for a fact Jurassic Park scared me as a kid did you have any other kind of movie like that <laughs> like were you scared of everything too 
yeah. I want this. <laughs> Everything like I definitely watched movies too young. Cause I, I watched Pet Cemetery as like the tiniest little child. Oh, and no. my sister was like haunted by that movie. And I think like I was too young to realize the scarring that was happening. Like I just yeah, so I when I watch like a horror movie now, I have to be pacing in the room while I'm watching it. Like mm-hmm. I need to be oh. active. Yep. I don't like the feeling like I'm just there waiting for something to creep up on me. Like I need to I need to distract myself on some I'm, level. I'm like grabbing a pillow, throwing a pillow, standing up on my couch, doing like a weird like kind of like troll stance on top of the couch just (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't know it's just i i get i i get jumpy and and really uncomfortable and have to express it outward with my i I didn't know my body could bend in ways sometimes when i get scared i'm just like (laughs) that's so much smarter than what i do because i just lay on the couch and then like dart around the room like huh 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 okay we're fine And I wasn't like I didn't have that level with this movie last night. Like I, I think it, like it was just more, um, it was just like reminding me of that mindset when I was a kid, mm. especially being around other kids and wanting to seem really, really cool and chill. Like I am not bothered by this at all. Like we're all totally cool, and I'm one of I, you. I had that feeling when I watched Insidious like five or six years ago however long it was and like i was in a room with people in my 20s and being like i have to look brave in front of all my friends but i can't (laughs) let them know i'm terrified right now (laughs) yeah watching movies by myself it's like i can experience every emotion and watching movies around other people i i try to become a stone (laughs) (laughs) like i want no one to know i'm angry like well clearly sometimes uh depending on how well i know someone but like the less i know someone the more i'm trying to be like i'm not angered i'm not too excited about this i will never cry where if i'm watching it (laughs) by myself it's like i will look for every reason to cry during a movie i love a good like catharsis oh yeah yeah when, I, I'm when a relationship mends, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I ended my sentence. I'm really no, big just into crying. The right mending relationship. Uh, any animal that hasn't seen their owner for a long time that gets me going. Ugh. Even if it's not in a movie, it's just something I see. Uh, any hell, animal that gets left behind, like oh, fox and the hound. Homer spoiler, band. I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, arguably, you could say uh, all dogs go to heaven. Uh, mm. I didn't cry during that when we watched that like no. a year ago. No, I didn't. I didn't cry. Is it really <laughs> been that long? <laughs> something about Burt Reynolds doesn't make me cry. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> I'm just going to call it out now. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about Burt Reynolds that always makes me cry. So. Just gets me just gets me teared up. Well, Every I think... time I watch White Lightning. Ugh, there's, I mean, a, <laughs> there's a reference. What's, what's, your, what's your sucker punches? Because obviously as a queer person, I can't help it when like a, like a parent is just like, shows up for their kid and is just like you know especially when it's like not a big like movie moment of like you're allowed to be you but rather just like in like softer quiet ways of just like being a supportive parent i'm just like this is so nice or anytime a queer kid like plays diana ross 
Perfect. I'm coming out. It's just like, <laughs> oh, oh my God, you're doing it. How many movies is this happening in? I feel like it happens a lot. <laughs> if they're not putting it on the radio themselves, then they are definitely, yep. it's just like playing in the background at some point. Perfect. That's such a specific like thing. <laughs> To be like, oh, I always get emotional when a queer person plays <laughs> Diana Ross. <laughs> it happens a lot. Okay. I mean, if, if I if I played Diana Ross right now, I would probably if I played that song, I would probably start crying. Well, it's Pride so. Month, so it's mandatory that I have to. It's actually yeah. in the handbook. <laughs> Those are the rules. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I don't know. That always works for me. Um, I I. I get I, I tend to get mad sometimes these days when uh that like the romantic couple like just when they polish it up last minute and it's just kind of just like and sure why not so I'm definitely becoming a heavier critic if they don't clean it up right uh I think it's what mm. this maybe that's what this podcast is doing like to me it's making you a cynic yeah it romantic? is I, I no just like a very like I mean we. Like, Tremors did that a lot, where it was just kind of, like, love stories were, like, kind of just thrown together last minute and kind of lazy. Um, I would, for the Tremors movie, I would use the term love story very loosely. That's what I mean. It's just been, like, really painful through a lot of the content we've done, where it was just, like, characters don't really have much glue or, like, any charisma whatsoever, whatsoever, which... Chemistry is what... That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, which I'm not trying to make us talk about the movie, but I will say I did think that the, all of the actors actually had pretty solidly in this film. Um, I don't know if they did like a trust fall thing, like before they all started filming. But I think they did a really good <laughs> they, job of. They being took on a the one They took a one-on-one improv class before they did this, so they were all really connected. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you felt that, but I felt like everybody's like, like relationship was pretty genuine. Yeah, this is. They just finished their class show and went to the bar <laughs> after and then immediately to the film set. Including, <laughs> including the dinosaurs. Who, <laughs> they were they were all on there. I like um, speaking of the chemistry, when Jeff Goldblum is hitting on uh Laura Dern, I felt it. I was like, Oh, I wanna sleep with uh Jeff Goldblum right now. That's very he's being very attractive to me. Well, I did not feel that way. Okay, (laughs) I was just—I could see it in your face. (laughs) I know that, like Jeff Goldblum is a like, especially for this role, he's so uh, it's supposed to be iconic and so known. Mm. But I could not, like, I oh the creepy vibes I was getting from it, like touching touching her hair. Yeah, missed that in the jeep where it was like. You can't, don't just touch ooh, I, her hair. I, I was not paying attention at that. I, ooh. Oh, yeah, he it tugs was, at it. It was right before, right before he did the, the water uh, mm-hmm. droplet experiment with his chaos theory. Oh, boy. Like, I was just like, you feel so entitled to her, and I oh, don't like it. I think he, I think they just let him improvise. I think they, they might have let him do some weird shit, and they were just like, all right, we'll put that in the movie. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah they just gave uh, him like sure. a they just gave him like a lecture on what chaos theory was they were like you figure out your lines from there <laughs> <laughs> what would what would you say jeff goldblum <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know what his career looked like right before this or during this time period. The fly. Uh, that was that before or after this? That was before this. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what was before this? The fly. Oh, the fly. Yeah, and also, uh, what was that? What was the the movie he did in the eighties with Cindy Lauper? I really, really oh, no. loved that movie. Is it the <laughs> alien? Is it the alien movie? It wasn't aliens, but it was like they were all psychics. Like they vibes. Vibes. Oh man, I've watched Vibes so many times. <laughs> I have. This is the first time I'm hearing of this movie. Yeah, it was like him, Cindy Lauper, and I think Columbo, the guy who plays Columbo. <laughs> oh yeah, Peter Falk. Here he is. <laughs> oh, he's got such a what a look for him. That haircut, you, though. I was just saying, you're probably looking at his lazy eye. Who are you talking about? No, I'm talking about uh, Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Oh, Goldblum. I thought you were talking about Columbo because he. I was gonna say he has a very extreme, like lazy eye. Hmm. Yeah. No. Also, Earth Girls are easy. That's the movie okay, I was yeah. thinking about. Earth Girls are easy. He. The thing is, just like that's what they do. That he. They. They put him on set so we can be weird. They're just like, can you be just slightly confusingly on on putting question mark like we don't know like it's the same dude in marvel universe where they're just like mm-hmm. just i don't know, do the same thing you do in the apartments commercials just be <laughs> he he's in a movie called it's a classic movie called nashville mm-hmm. it's a i think it's a robert altman movie from the 70s and all he does is ride around on a uh, three weird three wheeled motorcycle. He doesn't have a single word of the movie, and he stands out more than anyone in that movie. And it's like a whole huge cast of characters. It all and he just looks so bizarre. Like he's got these gigantic glasses and like a cowboy hat for no reason because it's Nashville. I mean, yeah, no one could ever deny that he has presence. I oh, mean, yeah. that is, which I think is like where that that like magnetism comes from it's just yeah he knows how to command a space he yeah he he does that kind of like you guys uh like i don't really need to be here and like he kind of does this cocky like you're welcome i'm here kind of energy with most of his characters Um, but it's also like a it's like a you're welcome i'm here but also i'm gonna make you enjoy your stay while i'm here kind of energy they do that a lot with his yeah corresponding like care like whenever he's in the scenes he does tend to do that thing where they're like ah fuck you for making me kind of smile or like open up a bit or whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah he does like have a <laughs> aha like, aha yes aha, yeah. <laughs> yeah that Forever. is his that's his sound effect <laughs> he would be the, the worst person though <laughs> in like a real world situation like i feel like i would get over it real fast if he was living in the same house as me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if I had to listen to him go, ha-ha, out of nowhere, like... <laughs> he just pops up over at, him. He just pops up out of nowhere when you're, like, doing your laundry, and you're like, why are you even in this room? I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, I, I see you bought new tennis sneakers. And you're like, get, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> see, now you guys are selling me on having him as a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> are you looking right now? Do you need a roommate? I'm not. I'm not okay. looking. I have two very great roommates, but there's something about just an oddball character that I'm like. Do you need one? Well, this this is this is what I need more of in my life for sure. I'm sure if you reached out to one of the roommates and asked him if you could just like, could you just cork it up just a little bit? Can you just have a little bit of like a a slightly off-putting 
like always eats my cheese kind of thing. Like get a, develop a real strong roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I was um I was looking up uh, the podcast uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast. The po- Conan O'Brien needs a friend. At the mm-hmm. end, he makes them describe what kind of friend he would be. And most people are like, I'm excited to be Conan's friend. I am scared to be Conan's friend. But his is by far the longest. It's like a five-paragraph essay about how he feels about Conan O'Brien. Most of them, it's just one word. <laughs> Wait, this is... Who did this? Conan o- Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Of, of course he did. Of course he did. Oh, my God. Most right. of it is just long pauses. Pregnant pauses. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> I feel... Let me be uh, truthful, and I feel, well, to the extent that we're friends, I feel that we have a deep connection, but I wish we'd spent more time together. And then it just goes on and on, and eventually he talks about the Soho house, <laughs> and movies he's done, and how it's time-consuming. It's very... It's very long. Are we... Are we uh, so it's 20, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I'm really glad he figured out how to really make that about himself and get his resume in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's really, like, he must do really well with, like, auditions or just, like, especially when going to do, like, commercial stuff. Like, just mind-fucking the people into giving him money. Like, oh, I, he doesn't audition anymore. He just, he's... I, people yeah, just give him roles. Yeah. People probably write roles and they're like this has to be jeff goldblum or someone doing a sad impression of jeff goldblum oh yeah (laughs) i think he was yeah he was supposed to be the original mike myers i think actually if i'm not mistaken no are you talking about (laughs) wait which mike myers are you talking about (laughs) actually uh one of the weird facts i did find out about this movie is that they originally reached out to jim carrey for uh ian malcolm uh for jeff goldblum's character what definitely would have been a different vibe for sure oh I'm just in my brain right now. I am putting Jurassic Park and Ace Ventura into <laughs> one movie. It just anytime someone gets eaten, all righty then. <laughs> just like just, just, just keep rolling. It's fine. Does this little weird bird head like shake and just moves forward yeah. like nothing happened. The dinosaurs can't <laughs> hear us in this car. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I've seen Ace Ventura. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah, I know, no, there that's was so wild. Sean Connery was supposed to be John Hammond. Okay, well, and... he is Scottish, so it makes sense. What's up? Yeah, he is Scottish, so although, <laughs> uh, if I may, uh, an hour into the movie, my girlfriend went, "Oh my god, he's Scottish!" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> he's very, very Scottish." <laughs> I mean, at, like, were there just not enough lines to really point that out? Because I don't think, like, was he not speaking enough at the beginning of the film? I think it might be, we've been watching Love Island, and I she just has so many of the accents in her head right now that it just all, it kind of all blended into one for her. Okay, speaking of accents, what, okay, what accent is that? And Dino DNA, like, what, <laughs> who, where is that from? What dialect this? is that? Oh my gosh, are we talking about Mr. DNA in yeah. the clip? Yeah. yeah. All right, I have a lot to say. Okay, <laughs> that whole That whole, like, scene. First of all, have you two been to Hershey Park? Do you know yes. the ride yes, at I the have. beginning? Of, like, I'm pretty sure 
Hershey Park should be suing Jurassic Park for totally ripping off the intro ride because that's what it felt like. Oh, where it just like, keeps spinning the room or whatever. They're like explaining like how chocolate is made and how it came mm-hmm. about to be, and I'm like, this is this is absolutely <laughs> Hershey Park. There's that. There's um, so uh, Doctor Hammond is he doctor? He's a doctor, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he is actually. Mr. I, th- I think that's one of the points of the movie is that he's not a doctor. Yeah, just I'm John. Well, look it up that now. checks out. That he's checks just, out. He's just John. So Hammond. The casual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to treat Hammond. him like he's like a high school buddy? Oh, Hammond. Yeah. Tell me about yeah, Hammond. You don't. Y'all know Hammond? Let me, I got something to say. So does he think that he's going to be the tour guide for every single group that comes through Jurassic Park? Because the fact that. In the intro for the video, he gives himself lines to do in person back mm-hmm. at the video. Yep. And it like I'm pretty sure calls himself out by name. And yeah, yeah, like, he does. What kind of time do you like you're do you think all you're doing is this intro and going through this ride over and over and over That's again? His life. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't get it. Also, <laughs> Mr. DNA. Kept saying dinosaur instead of sore. Dinosaur. Like, <laughs> dinosaurs. Like, what is where is Mr. DNA from? So he's Southern. Yeah. He's a, he's a Southern Bell. Whatever whatever the, the DNA equivalent of a Southern Bell is. I don't I don't like the fact that uh when they were on that ride, they just lifted the bars and like got up as if like what is the point of these bars if you can just push them up? <laughs> yeah, that's like, not safe. That no, is that's, not, that's the point of the movie. <laughs> ride inside the building is yeah. not safe. Oh my like, god! He just keeps saying Hammond. You know, my old buddy Hammond just keeps <laughs> saying, like I spared no expense, but I think you spared a lot of expenses. Yeah, like, on security for really, sure. You're yeah. getting it. You're getting the point of the movie, you guys. <laughs> That's exactly what it's supposed to be about. (laughs) Literally, the first half of the movie is being like, this is a bad idea. Literally, the first hour is just, isn't this a terrible idea? (laughs) Yes, you get it. That's the theme. (laughs) When they did push up the thing, every time something would happen that would contribute to the theme of the movie, which is that corporate greed uh, is dangerous... Every time they would do something, I'd turn to my girlfriend and go, huh? That's the theme of the movie. And then she'd go, stop. <laughs> See, here, the dummy I am, I thought the theme of the movie is dinosaurs are scary and yep. dangerous. Yeah. But no, it's corporations. Yeah, I mean, they were going to make a, a, a lot of bank. Everybody already had, like, a bunch of merch all lying around their office and on their desk and stuff like that. I mean, Yeah. I honestly, I I think if it was possible in real life, we'd fucking do that shit. I really do think the world we live in, we'd we'd bring them back. Um, yep. Dinosaurs, you mean? If we had the capability to do it, I think we're dumb enough at this point. We're just at this like, who cares? Like <laughs> that we'd just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, bring them back. Let's do it. Let's do dinosaurs. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> no, not a doubt in my mind that would happen. And they'd be like, but guys, didn't you see the movies? And they're just like, yeah, but that won't happen. This is real life. And then. Yeah. yeah we learned done. so much from those movies. Of course yeah. we watched them. I mean, when they. Grant- granted, it is written by Michael Crichton, who 
just hates all things technology and like corporate because he also wrote Westworld, which is in all all honesty the exact same movie as Jurassic Park. Just it's it's just robots instead of uh, uh, dinosaurs. Your environment well, will eventually get the best of you. Yeah, yeah. It's Yul Brenner as a robot because I'm talking about the movie from the seventies. <laughs> Well, I'm glad he has his themes that he really likes to explore. Yeah, amusement parks <laughs> going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely been to Hershey Park. Yes, he He's was. Gotten... I mean, it's like it's 100% Disney World. Like he's John Hammond is absolutely supposed to be Walt well, Disney, Disney yeah. but with dinosaurs and just as crazy. I mean that makes sense. I guess I was, I kept thinking of him as Willy Wonka. Mm. Okay, that's also fair. Well, but all of these people are genuinely for people that are supposed to like kids are supposed to love them, and kids do. They're pretty heartless towards kids. Like John, when there's like, dude, your kids, your grandkids are fucking gonna get eaten by dinosaurs, and he was just completely chill the whole time about it. Like at no point was he just like. My fucking grandkids are gonna die! Like, this should be at least one scene yeah. of him full on realizing that. It took him so long to have any reaction to them being stuck outside with dinosaurs in a Jeep that has no driver. Mm-hmm. Like, you should have an, like, a driver who knows the park, knows the animals, like, is ready to protect you. There's no driver. You're on a track, so you like you can't. You also can't take it over and yeah, go manual. Like There's yeah. no locks. Nope. There's no locks. Okay, wait. I I thought about this because I was like, this is insane. Like people would just get out, and then I was like, but wait, what if they get trapped in the car and then they're just locked into this car? Like That's that feels scary, like a lawsuit. Yes. So I was like, I I don't know which side I'm on. Like it's dangerous outside the vehicle, but then mm. it could also be dangerous inside the vehicle. I mean, also, okay, this, I might be jumping, but since we've been very careful to, to chronologically go <laughs> oh, through no, this Oh, no, we don't do that on <laughs> oh, this no, no, podcast. No, no. You are allowed to, you could literally give away the ending. <laughs> we tell people, like, the whole ending three minutes into the podcast sometime, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. That's, that's how I prefer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can we talk about when they, when it all was going to hell and the t-rex was like just out and about mm-hmm. and the one guy the lawyer i don't even remember his name i just remember Gennaro. him as the lawyer lawyer yeah. yeah yes um goes to the bathroom that's right across from where the <laughs> t-rex, t-rex is. is supposed to eat a goat yeah like why is that where the bathroom stop is yeah, that a bad seems spot like for a, that. yeah yeah and also Boy, did that collapse. Well, you're like, wow, so I'm going to shit my pants. That was terrifying to see that T-Rex. Oh, that's a good place to shit my pants. I'll go right there. <laughs> one, one of my favorite moments of that is when it, the, it gets knocked over by the T-Rex and the only thing standing is the one toilet he's on. You can yep. see the other yeah. toilets in the background. I, I don't know if you're all going to agree with me on this, but I hold fault to that guy being eaten to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, his character just ran in that direction, completely guided the mm. T-Rex to this building that like it, 
go a different way, Mr. Goldblum. Don't. That's fair, but I didn't like that. I didn't like Lawyer Guy from the first moment we saw him being just standing upright in in a suit, getting like pulled, (laughs) hand pulled by uh, a rope on his raft. Like Mm. maybe wear something else to come here. And also sit down on the raft. Like, why is this the way you're entering? What a complete doofus. Oh, wow. If yeah, you saw the I, actor in real life, you're like, I'm glad you got eaten by that dinosaur. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it to him, but I would think it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it was the 90s and... They really hated lawyers back then. Uh, they were like, they're not real people. What if we make a bunch of lawyer jokes? That'll be funny. We'll call him a blood-sucking lawyer at some point. That's fair. Yeah. And but that's also just how like, Steven Spielberg rolls. What insurance company is giving them any insurance for this at all? Yeah. Like, why? Why would you? How did you even get to the point where you're even talking to an insurance company? This should clearly be a business that is completely off the grid and like illegal (laughs) hush hush you should not be telling anybody you're doing this like i like when he dropped the underwriters really have a problem with this i was like what underwriter (laughs) at an insurance company is getting this and they're like real life dinosaurs (laughs) sure we'll give you a policy let me quote you no a man literally just died Okay, yeah, I think we'll give you a quote, but only if two specialists and a chaos theoretician says it's okay to do it. Yeah, why was, okay, what was, forgive me for forgetting, but what was Jeff Goldblum's job? He's just smart and he's a scientist? He's a mathematician. Yeah. He's a mathematician. Okay. Chaos theory is a a part of math, basically. All right, he just went. Dinosaurs bad. This is gonna be bad. Yeah. Uh, I and mean, he's that was a rock star. Uh, yeah, I... he he's an anarchist. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Oh my god. Well, they fucked up with that goddamn uh, frog DNA, right? Is that what that was the the thing that uh-huh. that got him fucked up? Is because frog this one type of frog that can uh, change uh-huh. its sex. So yeah, um, yes. They they imply that it's all frogs that could do it, but I believe it's only one frog that's able to do it. Right. But don't quote on quote me on that. I that I that's something I learned when I was like eleven. Jim, you don't need to know that, but the scientists who are breeding dinosaurs, I feel like maybe they should know that. Maybe they should be a little bit aware about the different species of frogs and the one they're using being able to totally mess up their one safeguard. Come on you can't see it everybody but i'm visibly shaking i'm so mad it made me so yes it's exactly what i was going to say it pisses me off i don't understand you should know this you have a lab coat mr wong like bd wong bd wong Wong, do better i want you to know this about frogs yeah but he was so concerned about getting getting out on that boat on time yeah no that's like Everyone that works at this place does not care about their job. No. Except no. for, well, okay, I'm going to say uh, Muldoon and mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, I think, are the yeah. only people who care about their job mm-hmm. and are trying to actually do well. Wait, Muldoon's the raptor specialist guy, right? 
Is that you're talking about? Yeah. 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 He's, he's the one at the beginning of the movie that goes, Shooter! Right, right, right. Yeah. In, in the most enthusiastic mm-hmm. <laughs> way he possibly could. Fuck. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's him. I would say they care. Uh, what, you're not going to go ahead and say, uh, what's his name? Wayne, what is it? Wayne, Wayne Knight. Knight. He doesn't care Nedry. about his job. Uh, that he's completely fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> what? How little was was he getting paid that like he has such financial issues that like the salary of a 1993 programmer can't handle uh, being paid by the richest man in the world. Right. He made dinosaurs. I think he has enough to make it so you can afford your rent. Yeah. Which made me, I feel like that, that was a whole subplot we didn't get into was like, he's gotta be in, Debt for something wild, right? Yeah. Like, is he a gambler? Does he have a huge drug problem? What is going on there? Not that I want to follow that character any more than we already did. No. But there's more to, to learn. I could, I honestly could have watched the whole movie just about him. They, <laughs> they threw in a lot of like little details with Nedry that I really... My favorite detail was one my girlfriend pointed out is on his desk, he has a picture of a donut... Like he, <laughs> I didn't know that. Like, they made the they made him so obsessed with food because at the beginning he's just like eating like from like six plates because that's mm-hmm. all that people fat people can do in movies in 1993. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, but he's so obsessed with food he keeps a picture of a donut on his desk just to, so he could be like, oh, right, donuts exist. <laughs> well, <laughs> like this me- weird Homer Simpson character. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Jim. How accurate is the depiction of, like, most programmers uh, when it comes to, like, the messiness of their desk? Oh, I'm looking at a desk right now with a bunch of shit on it that (laughs) I should have thrown out weeks ago. (laughs) That's what I thought. (laughs) Sounds about right. They nailed that part, but I don't have a picture of a donut on my desk. (laughs) Uh, Well, could brighten up your day. Yeah. I have a picture, this isn't a lie, but I have a picture of myself on my desk, because I thought that would be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. What are you doing Uh, in this photograph? Oh, it's a picture of me, like, I I have to describe it for the listeners, but with both my hands on my face, like, (laughs) (laughs) yay! So in case you ever need to be inspired while you're working and why you're working, you're like, my own happiness. Look how happy I am. Yeah, like that episode of The Simpsons where he's got all the pictures of Maggie and it says do it for her on the wall. It, but it's my picture of myself. Good. <laughs> That's that wonderful. For you? I posted on Instagram with the caption, a picture of my loved ones. That was it. <laughs> it's next to my it. Mike Schmidt bobblehead. I have, I do keep, you know what, to be fair, I do keep, like, a bunch of stuff on the wall right in front of my desk that is just, like, a whole mess of things uh, on string from, like, clothespins. And I will, during work, if if I'm, like, feeling down, I will, like, stop and just look at all these, like, photo booth pictures and uh, Polaroids and stuff, and I'm like... Ah, that I like that part of my life. <laughs> I just get to do it with my roommate's life because uh, I'm recording at her desk. So 
Yeah, I'm just going to take a moment and breathe and be like, oh, I remember that time Kate went, Kate went on that kayaking trip. <laughs> I wasn't there, but that's nice. Oh, that's, she goes hiking. That's good. I, I feel at I peace. Also, also at my work, we just moved offices, but at my work, we used to have what I had was a conspiracy board that I made up, which was just like a bunch of like random pictures that I put with like string connecting all of them. And it's and just like little pieces of paper that say like, what does this mean? And like, who could have done this? And there's a picture of like Pete Rose that says like, dad? <laughs> Jim, what was your first bit? <laughs> what? What was your first bit? Like in life? Like yeah, as a baby? Can anyone remember any like early bits in their life that they were just like, they didn't realize at the time that they were doing a bit, but they were doing a bit. Oh, I don't know. I I was told I was a cartoon character as a child, so I'm guessing that means I was doing bits all the time, but I don't remember. <laughs> Jim and I have talked about our adolescence being very similar in that we were the loud kids growing around with like cowboy guns and being like, bang, bang, whoa, whoa. Oh, I, you, you just reminded me. I know what my first bit was. What? It was I would dress as a cowboy, and then I'd go up to people with a gun, and I'd go, hands up or I'll shoot and then they put their hands up and then it go bang 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 and then I'd run away <laughs> so I was I was a really bad criminal <laughs> I could not think of an early bit I had but it being told you're a cartoon character just made me think of uh me and two of my best friends growing up Maria and Sharon uh we were all graduating high school this guy's CB in each one of our yearbooks like wrote a little something to us and described each of us as like a genre of TV. Mm. Like he told Maria that she's like a soap opera and that Sharon is like a drama. And he told me that I'm a sitcom. You're a sitcom. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, at first I was like, I'm offended. And then I was, no, I like it. I'm into it. So were you funny as a kid? I, I think so. <laughs> like, I, like, hey, like, <laughs> like we, we'll let you be a little. We'll let you, whoa, no, no, no. So genuine, so honest, and also humble. You're like, <laughs> I was going to say, you could be as arrogant as you want right now. Just be like, hell yeah, I was super funny as a kid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm trying to, like, remember any. I don't know. I can't think of anything specific, except I did try... In third grade, I made uh, my friend Joanna Garcia and her little sister sit down, and I decided I was going to do a stand-up set for them. Good. So um, I wasn't funny that day. That was my first bomb, actually. <laughs> uh, it was rough, and it took me many years to, to try again. <laughs> no. It's just in someone's living room? <laughs> yeah, it was in her basement. I was just, because I would watch so much like Comedy Central and yeah. uh, stand up on like HBO. So it was in third grade, but I was like, all right, get ready. I'm about to do a stand up routine. And I did not like do other people's jokes. Like I just tried to come up with my own jokes. Mm-hmm. Oh no. In that moment. <laughs> which, as we know, when people don't like your stand up, they're just telling you they don't like you, which is just really hard. <laughs> oh, no. As a little kid. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a lot to yeah. take in as a so third you're like, grader. So, 
so here's my life. What do you think? Pretty funny. And everyone's just like, no, you're not interesting. <laughs> so how about those juice boxes, guys? Like, am I right? <laughs> I think that was the first time I also blamed the audience for not doing well. Good. No, good. Absolutely. I, I have definitely looked, like checked back afterwards or like looked at the... Like, like, gone out out of to the show, went out into the lobby, and been like, "Oh, that's why these fucking idiots don't know what's funny." <laughs> just super judgmental of people, especially when you get out and you'd be like, "Oh, this is just a bunch of drunk people who happen to be walking by a theater, and we're just like, I'm gonna go interrupt this show." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've been to plenty of those shows, but also at the same time, it's like, well, if I couldn't make them laugh, how funny am I? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, drunk people will either laugh or yell at anything. Yeah, yeah. that's what normally. You <laughs> normally, I'm just making my other improviser friend laugh. Now I don't know what my life is. <laughs> uh, Betty Smithonian uh, once made me laugh super hard because we had a bunch of hecklers uh, on a St. Patty's night uh, for stand up because that's when you want to do St. Pat like uh, stand up is on St. Patty's, and it's like almost midnight or whatever and these like dudes that have probably been drinking since like 8 a.m in the morning were just still at the bar with them like every bj and aj had a girl like a like an ashley and a becky like it was just like this perfect <laughs> table of drunk just like why are we even here and just being like babe one more shot like it was that crew and mm-hmm. they kept talking through everybody's performance so finally She's like, I'm not even going to do my five. And she just spends the time talking to, like, the first half, the front half of this table. And at one point, just starts talking to this guy. She'd be like, sir, I need you to stop looking at me the way you're looking at me. I just, like, it feels like you're trying to impregnate me with your eyes. And I don't appreciate it. (laughs) Um, And then she acts out getting pregnant and, like, the baby (laughs) like, happening. And she just looks at him. She's like, I just want you to know I'm not going to keep this baby. Um, she got him good with that, and, like, also the table, like, something along the lines of just, like, um, it's, like, sorry, guys, it's hard when, like, your whole lacrosse team bus breaks down, uh, and you gotta hang out in, like, this shitty bar or whatever, like, it was just, like, eventually they kept getting burned by everybody that they just left, um, like, there was a transition where they were, like, we're part of the show, (laughs) um, but if you burn them enough, eventually they'll realize, like, no, 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 everyone here hates you and you're ruining everything. (laughs) (laughs) We can allow you to be part of why the show's funny for about five minutes, and then you need to leave. Yeah. 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 I oh. I I went to a show one time where the show was really funny, but there was this one girl in the audience that every time someone would say, uh, like a halfway woke joke, uh, she would go, "Yes, yeah," and like it got worse as time went on, and like she would slowly just be like yeah and like it was really horrible um and one of the one of the stand-ups like started making fun of her and then she kept saying it to the jokes that were about her and then slowly over time she stopped making the she stopped saying it because she was like oh they don't like it when i do this i'm Mm -hmm. not a part of the show oh no (laughs) everything i thought about comedy is a lie Jim, I do not appreciate you dragging me like this. this (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm going to start doing that after every improv scene from now on. (laughs) When it finishes up. That's how you edit. Right. (laughs) 
Do you think uh, Statler and Waldorf ever realized that, like, they were not supposed to be actually heckling? Like, they thought, like, they were getting paychecks and they kept thinking, like, this is what we're supposed to do. Is keep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they're, they're Muppets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, wait, they... what? They're part of the show. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Kai, I don't know if you know that. They're supposed to heckle. Oh, okay, wait. cool. Are they the owners? Of the company, <laughs> I don't. Oh, is, I don't know. Oh, of like right? the theater, because they're yeah, they're just like two rich old men who have nothing better in, to do yeah. in the balcony, mm-hmm. and just like very entitled. Like they got to be the owners and just like total. Or they got like right? some and sort they, of group on coupon like, to like get like the seats locked down for like eternity, and they're, <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> they canonically have to watch the show. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they never leave. Mm-mm. They I live mean, there. Behind that curtain is just a one-bedroom apartment they both live in, <laughs> like Bert and Ernie. Yeah, <laughs> it's way meaner though. It's very much so the odd couple, and they're just yelling at each other the whole time. <laughs> I mean, they're clearly the the gay couple uh, out of all of it. And we just don't talk about it enough. But yeah, it's them. They're they're clearly together. Yeah, they're yeah, Bert, two old Bert. queens. Bert yeah. and Ernie get talked about, and they don't, but... Yeah, we need to talk about Statler and Waldorf a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Stat, Statdorf? I can't do it. Yeah. Waldorf? Are you trying to make, like, a... <laughs> are you trying to make, like, a, a Bragelita? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> is it a Waldorf a salad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can go with Waldorf. It is. <laughs> I'm into that. That could be a hashtag. We'll get that going. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's one of their names. Oh, I'm not good at this. <laughs> but, like, Waldorf salad fans are just getting pissed off. They're like, get off the hashtag. <laughs> You're ruining my scrolls, you know? Get these Muppets off my hashtag. <laughs> I'm trying to tweet pictures of salads with walnuts in it. <laughs> I can see why people would get pissed off. Oh, God. Uh, so, should we talk about the teeny tiny little baby Greg Kinnear in this movie? Uh, wait, who's that? The young boy. Oh, that's his oh. name. Okay, I don't. I forgot to look well, up the actor's name. Yeah, his his name is not Greg Kinnear. I just can't. What every time he was on screen, I just felt like he looked like Greg. a baby version of the actor Greg Kinnear. I'm gonna have to look this so, up. Greg Kinnear. Wait, let me. I'm. I, I can picture Greg Kinnear, but I can't picture Greg Kinnear as that child, so I need to look at <laughs> Greg Kinnear. I will say, I looked at a picture of that child that. grown up, and he does yeah. not look like Greg Kinnear now, but... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> But I can see it now. He does... He has a stern... He could do stern. Like, he has a... Yeah. He definitely... Uh, he, he did a... Like... When, like when I think about the acting in this film, a lot of it was just their 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 responses, their reactions to stuff was so amazing. Um, although I did find out that <laughs> the kids, that scene where the uh, T Rex just like blasts its face th- through the 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 car, the glass mm-hmm. wasn't supposed to break. That animatronic dinosaur wasn't supposed yeah. to actually go into the car. So their reaction of screaming is just their genuine surprise and freak out <laughs> of the glass breaking at them. So yeah. that's or like and you can the panel you can tell out. because in some shots the glass is not broken. Mm, oh really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was lucky out for that. I like I said I saw this movie a lot when I was like twelve, 
Mm. So, like, there's a lot of, like, weird things that, like, I notice about, like, the making of the movie kind of thing. Right. Such as when there's a part where uh, uh, Laura Dern reaches across a table and she can't reach anything. And then she sits down. And then without trying at all, she grabs, a uh, like, a, a, ice, a, a bunch of ice cream. Yeah. The ice cream. Yeah. I definitely noticed that. I was also – I watched it on um... – on Amazon, like mm-hmm. that's where I was mm-hmm. able to rent it, and they will like the whole time that the like one side, if I move my mouse at all, it was like all the goofs of the movie, yeah. which seemed like seemed like lasted forever. <clears throat> Sorry, losing my voice, but yeah, there was just so many things where they're like, and this issue with continuity, and this issue with the movie. Yeah, I mean it's still. An amazing film. They can get away with all of it. Everyone, <laughs> no one. Yeah, no one notices that when the uh, when the car flips over, you can see the cable that makes it so that it doesn't fall over. Because no one cares about that. You're right. just like, eh, whatever. I don't. I'm watching a movie where a dinosaur is alive. Like dinosaurs are living in this movie. Like right. I don't care about these things. Yeah, I try not to get too upset about it. I mean, there's always going to be random shit that pisses me off in movies, but that really wasn't getting me down too much. Yeah. No, I was be- way more upset about the nonchalance that this Hammond had for his grandkids. Yeah. Which Nobody liked they should have died so many times. Nobody cared I, about these kids. Alan Grant also hated them. Like <laughs> he came around. That's his, he came okay. around. <laughs> that's his. That's the point of his character. Oh, I know. I, I think it's stupid. I don't care that he hates kids. And then all of a sudden likes kids because of this horrific traumatizing experience they went through. And then they end it with them on a helicopter, her going, oh, you like kids. I know we don't know each other very well, but without saying it, put a baby in me. Like, am I wrong? No, 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 they're dating. No, I think they're they're dating. They're a couple. Oh, the whole time I thought they were just coworkers that they decided Uh -uh. to just throw this like put a baby in me thing. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better. Because I was just like, huh? Huh? And I was like, wow, they're really forcing this. <laughs> she calls him honey at one point. Uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum says, is she attention. single? And he says, we're involved with each other. Like, Okay. They're, they're, they're a couple. I thought he yeah. was just like, either n- creeped, also was like, you're creepy and trying to just be like, <laughs> no. Like, if I say she's spoken for, that you'll leave. Oh, um, uh, you do the or, thing with like your friend where like yeah, you're getting hit on at a bar and I, you come up and you're like, hey. Hey, honey, I let's guess, get out of here. I guess I, <laughs> yeah. I was commenting on how much everybody did the trust falls and everything, but I guess I just didn't connect that they were romantically involved because, like, that much? Like, I thought their romantic involvement was supposed to just be what was developing in the movie. I didn't realize that there was there was more beforehand. But sure, sure. Go yeah. make, your, go make yeah. your babies now. Yeah, uh, that's... Okay, so that was going to be my question at the end, was... If you've gone through this experience, mm-hmm. if you start out not interested in having kids, yeah, and then you went through that like torturous weekend on this island, does that make you want to have oh. children? It Are makes me know that I could now? have. If I can survive this whole experience and not let my my children get eaten by dinosaurs, I feel pretty confident I could probably raise them for eighteen years. <laughs> during most, you know, difficulties that would happen. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's a horrible, like, I don't know. Maybe their first breakup might be ju- equally as difficult as the time I saved them from getting killed by raptors. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I'd want to. I just, I don't want to do it. I've never, uh, like, I shouldn't say I never wanted. When I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be 
the best dad. I'm going to be such a great dad. And like that was like even at 15, I remember my friends wanted to be like their careers. I wanted to be a parent. Uh, but that has drastically shifted in my life at this point. I'm happy with my two cats, maybe a dog or two in the rest of my life, and I'll be a happy person. Mm. Uh, after this whole thing, it would it, I would immediately go get a vasectomy right away. <laughs> like, <laughs> the stress of being like, I never want to be in any responsibility like this ever again. That must have been so tense being like, I'm responsible for the lives of these people. Uh, mm-mm. I, yeah. I, if this happens to me, I want to be alone. I want to be running away from dinosaurs by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any additional responsibility during this time period. That's a lot to focus on by itself. What about yeah. you, Jim? Uh, I felt like um, I felt like a lot of uh, uh, his character. Uh, uh, wait, let me start over. <laughs> uh, it feels like sometimes a lot of people like their fear of being a parent stems from the fact that they're like oh no what if like something happens and then my parental instincts won't kick in Mm. and then he discovered about himself when shit hits the fan he becomes a parent and he becomes a very good parent he comes in and he's like all right i gotta take care of these kids and i gotta keep them entertained so that that, so this isn't a traumatic incident even though it very much is a traumatic incident and no matter what you do it's not going to be not that but i think that's part of it is he's is he realized about himself, oh, I can do this. Like, I thought I hated kids, but it turns out I can, I, I, it's something I can handle. I mean, I'm great yeah. with my nephew, and I know that I could do it. I could, like, I can, <laughs> all I've learned thus far, because I don't watch my nephew, is that I can, I can tolerate being around him for a few hours to the point where I don't want to, like, lose my mind on him for all the questions he asked me, as well as also how much he demands, like, uh, all the focus um because he's a lot uh constantly uh but like how old's your nephew again he's seven yeah, um, there you go. and he's very very amped <laughs> all the time i got a video of him today on the boat and he was just like oh my god we're going so fucking fast ah! he didn't say fucking but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the whole video is him grabbing my mom's phone and just screaming into it like you can see the inside of his mouth be like this is crazy <laughs> like <laughs> This kid has no idea what shot composition is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, seriously, if he wants to take his acting career seriously uh, in, like, his like his film uh, future, then, yeah, he needs to get his shit together. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll let him know. <laughs> no, uh, absolutely not. What What about you? Are you, are, are you immediately uh, going <laughs> uh, to... Do you want to be a parent? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to... Does this make you want to like... be a parent? <laughs> um... Well, as as a person, I always was kind of like, if it happens, it happens, which that I think is the kind of lackadaisical attitude that means not not <laughs> it's not a huge priority. Yeah. Um, but watching this, I was just like, if that's what I just experienced, this is not convincing me Mm-mm. to have. It. This is convincing me that I've learned to like these two kids, and I'll probably keep in touch with them yeah but now i know how like the banana bullshit that could be going on in the world that i now go to try to shield my own child no thank you nope Mm -hmm. no thank you yeah that he had to deal with the fact that they're shining lights everywhere while a dinosaur whose vision is based off of motion i mean in the world of the movie 
Right. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> them getting stuck in things that they shouldn't be but stuck in. But their kids yeah. are going to be the most prepared for dinosaur attacks than any other kids in the world. Like, they're going to be in kindergarten, and someone's just going to walk too fast down the hallway, and they're like, fucking raptors. <laughs> Everybody get down. <laughs> yeah, these kids are going to have PTSD, because they got <laughs> they were almost murdered by multiple dinosaurs oh, over no, the no. course of 48 hours. <laughs> Not those kids. That makes sense. But I mean the kids that Alan Grant's future kids. Like, oh, they're oh, never going to oh. have, they're never going to see dinosaurs, or maybe they will in, like, you know, The Lost World 6 or whatever the fuck comes out. Uh, if we ever see Alan, Mr. Alan Grant, I don't know if he's dead in this universe yet. We haven't gotten that far. Um, he's in the third movie. <laughs> he's in the third movie, and they ruin their, his character arc, so just going to point that out. Ooh. Oh, great. Ooh, yeah. Okay, cool. He doesn't have a kid? No, he doesn't have a kid, and also he's not with Laura Dern, who has a kid with someone else. Oh, okay, because she had another movie to do? I feel so bad for anyone who decided to watch these movies along with you all. <laughs> oh, oh, no, we don't respect our audience's needs about that at all. We just we tell them shit in the future oh. all the time. Hey, guys, I'm real sorry I spoiled a movie from 1997. <laughs> you know, the classic William H. Macy uh, vehicle. Uh, yeah, it was, it was the best film of the Jurassic Park franchise. We're very excited to ruin it for you. Uh, yeah, how- is that the Vince Vaughn one, or is he in the second one? He's in the second one. Okay, cool. So we get to see him soon, too. Oh how many movies into the franchise do you think it's going to take before it is just, like, Dinosaurs, the TV show, where it's just, like, yep. them going to middle school and putting on, like, a, <laughs> a Letterman's jacket? <laughs> so in the third movie, there's a talking dinosaur for, like, a dream sequence. Oh my god. So at the very beginning of the movie, he's on a plane and then he looks to the side, then there's a raptor and it and it's like you're gonna fucking die or something, whatever it says. And then oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have just background. convinced me. So to it's weird that you said this. Rest. Yeah, so before I always have a weird background for the show. Uh we, whether we talk about it or not, it, it who knows. But uh before before you came in, I was actually looking at different options and there they have many ones where the show Dinosaurs is blurred. Uh and the other one that I'm a big fan of, I'm sure you'll love them all. Um where is it? Oh, this is good. So when they're discovering um the little raptor eggs, I don't know who's go oh, come on. Wait, do you're the thing in the I way, say so. Oh, sorry. Is, uh, it, is it the baby dinosaur? It's yeah. the baby dinosaur. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I think that was going to be my favorite. I mean, what's the, what's the it's either the, the, it's the baby either says? That or oh, this no. one. I'm not the mama? I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Big purple eyes. I'm very cuddly. I, I'm glad you said it's uh, not the mama because I think I was I think I was gonna say I'm the baby and I'm like that's not the no. line. <laughs> no. I don't know. I didn't really watch that show too much. I don't know why it was like. It existed. Was it on like during the daytime? I don't think so. I I did watch it while it was on air. Like mm-hmm. I experienced it that way. I think it was I don't think it was like a TGIF thing, but I think it was like a nighttime show. Hmm. I mean, it was a fam- uh, it was okay. a family value show as well. Like I mean, that was the general vibe of it. It was ABC. Mm. Nice. Uh, oh, and a little bit of Disney Channel. We're going to teach kids about the all-American family. We're going to do it with fucking dinosaurs. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's the way to go. But, but with, um, yeah, you're going to hate me with this. I was a little too young for that. Uh, I don't remember. Like, I think the reruns stopped airing 
when like I was first forming memories. <laughs> so that's that's where I'm at in life. <laughs> our totally age, fair. <laughs> our age difference comes up every now and then, Jim, and it's, it's always weird to me because like you also know way too much stuff about the seventies <laughs> for being <laughs> what, older. Do we than have an me? episode where I just said a bunch of things from 1971 or something like that? Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so like you, yeah, you either know things from like. 40 years ago <laughs> like did you just stop taking information for like a little while in, i don't know a lot middle? about the year 1991 is what i'm getting at okay not oh, a big okay. year for you got it <laughs> yeah i was too young to have memory I, I wasn't alive in 1991 uh that'll do it I was, but like the part of my life where i was too young to have memories i was just like no i'm not learning anything about that time period what if if nirvana was a band i don't want to hear about it Oh, I, okay. I was, I well, I'll just age myself. Um, I was in fifth grade when Kurt Cobain died. Oh no! And I remember the day I found out because he died on my birthday, April fifth. Rude. And I was having my birthday party on April eighth, and while I was having my birthday party, my sister came home, just so distraught and when we were you know asked her what was wrong she was like Kurt Cobain died and I was just like just had to like sit there for a moment and take that in I was like I I guess I'll keep opening presents oh no (laughs) I'm 10 and it's like a lot of like really appropriate things it's like oh no Kurt Cobain's second album a guitar oh it's in utero (laughs) why would someone give me a shotgun that was a bad joke I didn't like that we'll we'll, we'll cut it Uh, that's my favorite thing about (laughs) editing all your coughs and all your random things the time where you like in this episode Jim where you went on a huge tangent and once again why do you keep talking about how you don't like women I don't know why you keep doing that on every episode (laughs) I don't like I don't like I don't like how this canonically is a thing that keeps happening in the episodes where people are trying to make me seem like I hate women. I don't I don't get it. No, what happened in the Pitch Perfect episode? I was just editing it the other day. I'm a big fan of this this idea. Yeah, like, yeah, the quote we used for that episode was Katie pretending she was me saying, "I hate women." Jim O'Donnell 2021. <laughs> perfect it just keeps happening we can try to talk about no matter what we talk about uh dinosaurs we talk about genies he just wants to talk about that that's all he wants to talk about so then you were very comfortable with the treatment of of uh laura dern in this movie her oh yeah he was totally fine with that yeah you're just like all this right. is i'm right on board drawing a line jim this is what i miss i miss when movies just told it like it should be <laughs> Oh, (laughs) yeah look it was a horror movie (laughs) i i although i thought she was a great character until the end but uh i would argue that every character was a great character until the last act and then they all become really shitty characters for no reason Mm. you're talking about in this Mm -hmm. in jurassic park why are they why are they all shitty characters at the end this movie has third act problems. It doesn't really, uh, it kind of goes nowhere. Like, it's a movie about corporate greed and fatherhood and all these things, and everyone is a very nuanced character. And mm-hmm. then it just becomes a movie where two raptors chase them and a big and a big dinosaur eats, right. the, big, eats the little ones. Which, 
let's be real. When you think about, I mean, uh, Sheila, you said you've only seen this once before. When you were like, oh, wait, this movie, what I remember about it, you remember the rapture scene inside the kitchen. That's like the scene mm-hmm. that everybody, I think, remembers the most, maybe? That's, that's... Um, according to me quoting the movie, it was more of the first half of the movie, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't know. That's That scene is the one that got me the most um, in terms of, like, anxiety. Uh I will never want to be in a big empty kitchen by myself uh, in fear of. Mm. Well, actually, now because of memes, either giant cats <laughs> trying to hunt me down or raptors. Either one, I will be this afraid is... of both of those. I mean, the rat look, I don't know how they did it, but the raptors learned how to turn a doorknob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. That- that's kind of the part where it loses me, where, like, the raptor opens a door, and then I'm like, oh, boy. And then the rest of the movie goes, like, downhill in my, <laughs> in my mind. At the doggy daycare that I'm currently working at, there are two dogs that uh, there that regularly attend that know how to get underneath. When they do either get underneath the gate or just slide through the two gates, there is one door in order to then leave into the main, uh, like, office area. And they do know how to – they they figured it out. They know how to open the door pull it down, let themselves out when they need to. That's why you have multiple gates. <laughs> I I will or say, the animals need, can a open A key doors. so you can actually lock the door because it got that bad with some of the dogs just being like, I'm out of here. I got things to do. <laughs> animals can open doors. And I've seen animals open like knob doors, not even like the handle, like oh, the raptor like was able to open in this one. Although it would have All been right. a lot sillier if the, do- if the raptor opened a, ra- <laughs> a knob door. <laughs> I was pretty impressed. Also, not the only dinosaur. What 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 are the ones? Um, with the what are they called? With the big like the Shakespeare dinosaurs. <laughs> with the uh, I had it at one. Dilophosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. He got inside the the jeep. Yeah, he did. I also <laughs> thought about that, <laughs> which means he had to open up the door handle and then close it behind him. Oh, that's right, because right? that other door wasn't open. There was no reason for that other door to be open. I mean, granted, he probably got in through the door that Nedry was going through, and we just didn't see it because Nedry was st- stumbling around. Or there was two dinosaurs that when we just didn't see yeah. the other one. So some random fun facts that I want to share with you, and I'm oh. curious if you were able to pick this out. The sound effects used for these dinosaurs were very interesting. Uh, so, I, how did you say it's Dilophosaurus? Is that what it is? Dilophosaurus? I don't know if I'm actually saying that's, that right, but it's That's like different synthesized sounds of like hawks and rattlesnakes that they use for that. Yes, uh, I can hear it, yeah. Because it does have a rattle and it's uh, when, when it makes noises. When the T-Rex is eating toilet guy, there's like that kind of... <laughs> and that's actually uh, one of the guys like Jack Russell Terriers eating food. I was really hoping it was just the sound guy, like a. That would have been so much funnier to me. He's just like, oh, it's he's like, oh, it's peanut butter day. Just like, <laughs> just eats it out of the jar by itself. But like all these beautiful effects, and then for some reason they half-ass the sound. So it's it's like this dinosaur incredibly rendered eating a man and just going. Mm. Oh my god, uh, the. The big one that got me, and this is really kind of gross, is the raptor sounds. They did a, a, amongst a bunch of different animals, but one of the sounds that was included is uh, two tortoises having sex. Uh, is one of the sounds effect or sounds that they used uh, for the sounds of the raptors? Yeah, 
Sexy. Yeah. I mean, I, I was into those raptors. No, um, have you, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> what, Jim? You, talking about one of the fucking dog wasn't enough on all dogs no, that oh, we want no. to talk about was, fucking raptors? No, don't do this to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they made one sexy dog in a stop, movie and it ruined you stop for Stop taking things I said out of context. Uh, <laughs> They've made more than one sexy dog in a movie. Come They've on. done it a lot. They've done it a Lady lot. Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> yeah, so many sexy dogs. Sexy dogs. Uh, anyways, sorry, Jim. What were you saying before I completely shamed you publicly on our podcast? Oh, to God. I, this is worse of what I was going to say. Uh, have you ever seen videos of tur- tortoises having sex? Yes, I have. Because it's very funny. Because they make the, like... Noise. I have not. Spot on. Oh, it was. It's a great vine where, like, they play. Um. Oh, I think it's a Coldplay song, where it's like ah ah, and then it cuts to a tortoise going ah, and it fits perfect. Don't don't Google this. Like, I think at this point, if you've made it in your life without having Googled tortoises having sex, just don't. Just call it there. Yeah, just look up other vines, like <laughs> the one where the kid has a knife. That's a great one. Show me what you have. I... A knife! No! How do you get a knife? Come on, much better. Two bros chilling a hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay. It, there's tons of them. That there. that vine is actually sponsored by Rotten Treasure at this point because Jim knows <laughs> it so fucking much. It always comes up. It does. <laughs> Kai gave me a sticker that was <laughs> two bros chilling a hot tub. Five feet apart because they're not gay. Oh, just... <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, at this point in my life, uh, it's pride. We'll talk about me being queer a little bit. Uh, I, I just have to laugh at, like, the whole fear. We're not gay, bro, right? You know, like, I just had so much of that growing up that I, I look back with some of my straight friends, if you're listening, that's pretty gay. We did some pretty gay stuff. <laughs> that stuff they were like, but not gay, bro. I was like, that's pretty gay. <laughs> Looking back. <laughs> yeah, you give a hand, you give each other a hand job in a basement, it's, and you're like, like, ah, in a not, not gay. gay way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, but also, it doesn't have to be. I wish there was more normalization of like, if boys like cuddled and watched a movie, it doesn't mean that they're gay or whatever. Like it doesn't have to be like a thing, like physical intimacy amongst, yeah. uh, you know, the way that I was raised, it was definitely discouraged to be close with my friends that way. I do. I mean, I, I learned how to do those side hugs somewhere, you know? Oh, oh God. I hate a side hug. I'm offended yeah. by a side hug. Yeah. Um, they're appropriate yeah, from the it's... drunk guy that you haven't seen in 10 years at like a wedding. And that's about it. I don't want them anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. I o- only when I want it to be a side hug. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> and it's over and, that... and we're done. And... So if you um... want it to be a side hug, doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's like, yeah, it's ridiculous how much like gay panic we put into children. Just being being affectionate with your friends it's like not a sexual thing when you're a child it's us creepy adults putting it in that context and that's what's weird yep it really is yeah yeah it's like like when you see like a little kid kiss someone you're just like oh that's so adorable but then like your adult mind is like kissing is for (laughs) kissing is for adults and you're like no don't (laughs) 
don't creep in my head. <laughs> Kids kissing people is adorable. Don't do this to me, brain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it's fair. Our, it's our own corruption already. But it's not just—it's not just your fault. I mean, it's also movies. You know what it is? Look, even they did it in fucking "Look Who's Talking." You know what I mean? They—they they always find a way. They'll be like, "Let's pretend that they're adults," and like, now there's a romance oh. at the daycare. Like, I don't know, stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Weird. know. It's—it's it's strange. <laughs> we did or not the see Santa that. Claus, when the one of the elves is like, five hundred years old. So like she's technically like she's technically supposed to be an adult, and there's like this weird part where Tim Allen is like, kind of hitting on her, but it's a child who's playing her. No. And when's the last time y'all watched uh, what? the Santa Claus? Who wrote this? Well, there's three of them, Jim. So eventually we'll talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to not she, like try to get out of talking about that on the podcast. <laughs> she has a great line that's um I'm seeing someone in uh it like toy trains or whatever whatever it was God. oh man yeah i guess you know what your holiday season is going to be i don't know we don't time shit up like that like we'll we'll do like halloween shit in january we, there's we don't <laughs> like the only thing we talked about at some point everybody you might get jim and i talking um to our sisters about the movie sister sisters or a sister no, sister mm-hmm. act a uh, sister act sorry not yeah. sister sister uh all the sisters i would also watch sister sister though <laughs> I like that show as well. But yeah, Sister Act uh, is going to be uh, on this for like a, a, a two for run. So we might like try, I don't know, maybe I'll try to do that for like Siblings Day. I don't know, maybe. But, <laughs> that's not a real day. But that's the one thing you're going to I, make I sure lines up. No, you can't time shit out. All of a sudden we're doing like two months of Rocky, three episodes on fucking Pitch Perfect. Like it's all over the fucking place. So um, I can... You know what it sounds like to me? Mm-hmm. The, your podcast is a huge fan of chaos theory and Ian Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Ian Malcolm on here. You know, this all makes sense uh, considering I was like 11 when I first saw this movie and was like, he's my hero. <laughs> I like when he stumbles over his words. Yeah, I mean, look, it wasn't this movie, but I think it was vibes for me. I think that's the movie that made me. <laughs> <laughs> Kai, when did you fall, fall in love for with? Jeff Goldblum? When did I fall in love with Jeff Goldblum? Oh, I don't know. Uh, why did I just think he was in Beetlejuice? He's not in Beetlejuice. Oh, I like the idea yeah. of you being like he should. Be. Uh, I didn't fall in love with him, but I fell in love with Michael uh, Keaton. I don't. Oh well, I, I I did not have a crush on Michael Keaton, but he does have a special place in my heart because of the movie Multiplicity. Like when I think of <laughs> when I think actually we were talking about bits. When I was a kid, my fav- my parents, one of the- still to this day, one of their favorite things are to just quote that movie and pretend to be the copy of a copy, Lenny, who's just like, I like pizza. I'm going to, you know, whatever. I'm going to, I got I got I got a wallet. You know, that guy over there gave it to me. I'm going to drive a car. Like, stupid shit um, from, from that. So, I, I will say, I'm not sexually attracted to Michael Keaton, but I am uh, emotionally involved. With Would him. you consider him like a Mr. Mom for you? Oh no, absolutely not. Uh his relationship as a parental figure in my life knows no gender. Uh it is is not bound by that, Jim. Batman. That's another movie with him. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was the other one too. Uh I'm sorry, go ahead. I was I was going to change subjects, but go ahead. I was just going to say Harrison Ford was supposed to be uh Alan Grant. That they offered it to him. Because, I mean, they had such a run with him at this point, I think because they had already done, 
Uh, I think Star Jim, you're good at time. Star Wars mm-hmm. already came out in the 70s. Yep. Uh, Indiana Jones also started in the 70s. So at this point, the 80s, but they're yeah. like, yeah, fuck it. Let, oh, sorry, the 80s. Let's let's bring him one more time for Alan Grant. And this would have been such a weirder movie uh, with him in it as well. Yeah. I just Whoa. don't imagine him hitting on... Oh, wait, no, he's Alan Grant. Okay, so he's... Yeah. I Actually, I can't imagine him being like, I don't like you, kid. Yeah, actually, I think he would have done a fine job, actually. I think it would have been obviously a different movie, but I think he would have done a fine job. Yeah. Instead, they got the Event Horizon guy. <laughs> I did I did enjoy his style for the movie. Alan Grant. Sam, Sam Neill. Neil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's another one of those people that, like, I think acted a lot with his face, like... Uh, like the, his face when he saw those dinosaurs, I was just like, yeah, believable wonderment. Like I would be fucking blown away as well. And he sold it. I, I think that comes from a lifetime of uh, horror movies. He was a big horror movie actor. He was in like The Omen and eventually Event Horizon. This is technically a horror movie, but he was in a lot of horror movies uh, for a long time. So he has to do a lot, which kind of has a lot of like silent film acting where it's like <gasps> kind of stuff. Where they use yeah. a lot of their face. I feel like you you keep referring to this as a horror movie just to so I don't feel bad for getting scared. It's no, I uh, it's one hundred percent a horror movie. Like Jim is going to spend is... so much of this podcast making fun of me for being scared. Like we we went in, in real life recently. Uh, Noah Levine, thank you for renting out that movie theater so we could go see a Quiet Place two in real life. It was nice to be like just the ten of us to rent out the theater and go do that but talk about jumping i sat next to jim and jim i didn't jump for you that's all natural that is just who i am (laughs) i I know you were having a good time with it though (laughs) i can't i can't throw stones at you because i jump a lot i jumped at the very beginning of that movie when john krasinski comes on screen he goes hey and then he, <laughs> and you're like, ah! he, no, he comes, there's this weird thing at the beginning of the movie where he goes hey welcome back to movie theaters like oh, yeah. uh, we, we're doing this again i'm so glad you guys could support the movie thanks a lot and it's like him talking to the screen but he comes up out of nowhere and everyone in the theater all 10 people went ah <laughs> <laughs> i mean fair like i my older brother i would see him go around a corner and I would know <laughs> he's going to jump out at me as soon as I reach the corner. Yeah. I, I, and the whole time I'm walking up to it, I'm aware. And yet when he does it, I still scream and jump and freak out because yeah. I just can't, ah, like my nerves. <laughs> my sister, my sister would do the same thing to me. She, I'll, I'll never forget one time I was like coming out of the shower, I think. And I went to my room and I was like, huh, it's quiet in here too quiet and then my sister jumped out from behind the door and i just and i started crying like immediately there was no like screaming <laughs> oh no and well, she re- because because i cried so much she remembers it that's how bad i cried mm. so what we're talking about wow. childhood trauma uh <laughs> may martin my sister's uh like junior high friend if you're listening uh i'm still mad at you uh she hid in the bathroom <laughs> And I went to go take a poop and like nobody needs to be jumped out at from a like from a closet while taking a poop. I spent so much time after that experience checking every cabinet, 
every crevice like of the bathroom before taking a poop because I was just like, Mm-mm, not gonna get me today. There are places in that bathroom where a human body could not fit that I just still double checked and just be like, <laughs> just I don't know, maybe who knows? Maybe they they put a like a you know a poison frog in here. Who knows? <laughs> there could be anything in this house. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, like when you're looking for your friend and you check every room and then you start checking drawers for no reason. Yeah, we we all know the. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they're Alice in Wonderland and they shrunk down. <laughs> I'll admit it. I checked the drawers. There were some drawers I checked. Uh, there was a closet that had three shelves that. Unless they were, like, you know, that magic trick where you can, like, slice somebody and, like, put them in different boxes. Like, <laughs> there wasn't a way that a human, be- like, a being was able to, like, exist in there. Uh, yeah, fuck you. May Martin. You, you really, uh, you got me messed up on that one. I'm yeah, okay. my favorite thing is you're going to have to, you're going to have to put uh, someone else's name over hers. Who do we want for? May Martin. So help me out. Who are we going? What celebrities on mm. your mind, Sheila? Um... I don't know. I've, I, I just wa- I just binged the second season of Feel Good. So May Martin. Sure, sure, that works. We can go with that. That's Could you better give it to than me? my my choice was going to be Aaron Rodgers. Okay, <laughs> no, it's too close to. It sounds way too close to A Rod. Uh, That's because I keep getting him confused with A Rod. <laughs> to the uh, point where I'm like, wait, is Aaron Rodgers A Rod? They might be the same person. I'm not sure. No, Aaron Rodgers is the football player. <laughs> okay i'm not crazy well, I, I got well, this. well you're looking that up jim i think this is a fair time to ask you sheila do you have any uh do you have any notes that you want to make sure get into the episode uh i want to make sure that if there is if there's something that you are dying to talk about that it makes its way out of the episode you know the thing that i just couldn't get out of my head in that first scene with alan grant that kid that he decides to just like Really give him a talking to about how <laughs> scary raptors are. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That, Where did that, that kid me. come from? Whose yep. kid is that? I <laughs> I said the same thing. It's like, why did someone let a kid onto an archaeological dig? Like, right. that seems like the most yeah. boring place for a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like, he didn't. They're just, in Montana. Yeah, he didn't just wander there. Washington's well, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, but it's like, yeah, there's not exactly like a bus stop right next to the spot they're at, so the fuck yeah so it's it's not a note but it's like the thing that will haunt me i'll I'll, i'm just gonna (laughs) keep asking that question i mean i i did like that kid i mean he came in hot with like what was he said they're like it's like they're not even scary or whatever the fuck it was it was Mm. like what's so scary about a raptor or something like that right and then he proceeded like alan grant whatever the the actor's name is he went in on that kid like he proceeded to terrify the shit out of him yeah. I don't need to be motioned to have my like stomach gutted. Like I don't need someone to do that in with, front of with, a, with the actual claw of yeah. a raptor. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He takes it too far. I don't know. This is this is like when I found out that in the uh, one of the original Home Alone uh, in the original Home Alone script, Uncle Frank was supposed to like pants Kevin McAllister. You hear about these things in movies, you're like, okay, guys, we went too far in terms of bullying, <laughs> like, doing mean <laughs> shit. Like, in the 80s, like, not at all, let's make them cry. Um, Adam Sandler got it when he pummeled those kids with the kickballs. Um, but he did it for real, yeah. <laughs> but he did it for real. Um, which he really did. He he told the parents he, that, he's like, don't worry, I'll go easy on them, and then just... Don't worry, it's sh- acting. <laughs> it's acting. And then just fucking pummeled those kids with kickballs. Uh, or whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Dang. I I do like later on in the movie though when he does throw it away as a symbol of him 
no longer hating children. I thought that was a sweet part. The kickball? Or are you talking about the other? <laughs> I, I'm not talking about <laughs> Billy Madison or whatever movie that one was. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, I didn't realize he threw it away. That was his. That was a mm-hmm. symbol of like I'm no longer gonna terrorize kids. Yeah, it was when they were up in the tree. He sits on it, and goes oh, and then he picks it out. And he goes huh, and then he talks to the kids more, and then he throws it out the out of the tree. Oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't take it as a symbol of him deciding he likes kids. I took it as a symbol of him deciding he hates dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real. Well, you can only I- like one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would take the position of hating dinosaurs had I experienced that. <laughs> I'd be pretty anti-dinosaur at that point. I would quit my career. Uh, he did. He did. One of my notes that I want to bring up is he did something that really pissed me off, and I yelled at my TV, which was uh, when he called when the phones came back up. He just goes, "The phone works." That's what he says. The first thing he says <laughs> to John is, "The phone works." Of course, it fucking works. We're on the phone. You said the thing. <laughs> oh wow! Because I love that line. Because when that <laughs> happened, I turned to my girlfriend and went, "Mr. Hammond, the phones are working." Because uh, I love it. <laughs> so bad. There's so many lines in this movie that I just love. Do you like the erotica one? Did that one get you going? I, did. I thought that was pretty funny, too. Oh, what a creep. <laughs> I didn't remember that from a kid, because lo and behold, 11-year-old me did not know what uh, erotica was. Well, what was he What was the, What was was the? he trying to say? I forget. Automation. Cl- what was he trying to say? He was just trying to say automation. Automation. Yeah. It, instead, he said auto-erotica. And I swear <laughs> to God, because I had the uh, closed captioning on, and I was like, he didn't. That's not what he, he said. He didn't just say that. No, no, no. It's like, a kid's film. I... I had to rewind it and be like, "Oh no, this this is what he said in the script." Oh yeah. <sighs> oh. Uh, what was it? Uh, I'm not a computer nerd. I'm sorry. I'm not a computer nerd. I prefer to be called a hacker. Was a good one uh, from the the actor that played. Yeah, she. Hey, Jim. I can talk about this. Yeah. She was in Tremors. It was the Tremors kid. Um, yeah, I love that she just completely saves the day at the end with her amazing child hacking abilities. Okay, here is something I did. I really enjoyed about the filmmaking. Uh, so in, I believe it's in the book, but uh, they were going to make uh, the older kid a boy and the younger kid a girl. And the older kid was going to be the older kid is always supposed to be a hacker. And the younger kid was always supposed to be a uh, in a dinosaurs. But they switched the roles because they wanted a girl to be into hacking because they thought that that would be more that would be uh it would show girls like oh yeah you can also like computers because at the time that was not happening for 1993 this came mm-hmm. out yeah good that's uh, i wish they pushed it harder because the field is still pretty heavily dominated by men uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i, I wish I, they also took down the like woman in a bikini on like the computer screen <laughs> right? while this teenage girl is hacking into Jesus the Christ. system it was part of the original script the guy the kid originally the older brother was gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> it's a unix system oh no i Go, Go ahead, ahead. Jim. I was just no, gonna say, I like them as siblings. I thought they did a good job uh, in terms of acting. Those kids, I, I, I called them like believable siblings. Um, in my opinion, the yeah. way that they acted. But also her reactions as well. Her facial reactions as an actor were also just, yep, that's the look of a kid who's terrified to see a dinosaur. That's a hundred percent believable. Jim, did you find your thing? That yeah, you wanted I did. To say? Um, 
so these are all actually Rachel notes uh, for my girlfriend. Uh, at the very beginning of the movie, she went, where is this located? And then just as she said that, it said, Isla Nublar. And she goes, oh, okay. Where's that at? And then immediately after she says that, it says, 120 miles west of Costa Rica. <laughs> and she was like, yes. it, it felt like that scene <laughs> later in the movie when John Hammond's talking to himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then at, at another part, they show Muldoon in shorts. And she goes, oh, he's got nice thighs. And then I looked at her. And then she went, <laughs> what? Ever since we watched Rocky, I've been on thigh watch. And I'm, <laughs> I thought that was a really oh, funny Oh, from Rocky 3 with the, the beach running scene? Yeah, there, there's so many thighs in Those that. Those are some good thighs. Someone, uh, some actually, so I might be going on to this podcast about being a queer person. They're going to interview me, and at, I listened to one of their episodes that they've that they did, and they, one of the questions is like, "So, what's your relationship to the queer community?" And I was kind of just like, "I don't really have one." Like, I guess there's that time that I watched Rocky Three with the, with the two guys running on the beach, and I, like, I don't know why this is the first thought my brain went to. I was like, I don't know what queer experiences am I familiar with. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Where these two slow motion muscular men hug on the, in our, the water on our a beach. Guaranteed best friends, just pals. Yeah, that's what. And that's just a ton of slow motion shots of them of their muscles as they run. It was either that or, which is not true and very stereotypical, I was like, I just did a run on talking about Pitch Perfect. Does that count? Does that make me a queer person? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't I don't engage with the queers. I just am one. That's not true. <laughs> I have my friends, but I don't, I don't go to like, like everyone's just like, oh, happy pride, happy pride. I haven't gone to a pride event. I don't, I don't know. I never really have. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't. You don't have anything to prove. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I can s- send you photographs. I have documentations of me doing very gay things if you'd like to see them. <laughs> like, I can prove it. <laughs> yeah, that's like a really, you have to, once again, it'll be $1,000, folks, for our Patreon again. <laughs> Your favorite podcast host is completely, uh, yeah, do you want my OnlyFans selection options? I can get that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jim, did you have another point? I don't want to. I want to make sure if everyone's got their things. Um, I didn't. I, I wish I had brought it up, but I, I forgot to. Uh, so when I was 11 years old, I got my first email address, and the reason I got my first email address was because I really wanted to make a quiz online about the Jurassic Park movies. How oh, fun! And so I spent a month writing a quiz for this website. That, and the that, reason it that tracks with who you are, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> the reason it took so long was because the guy who was the editor was like such a douchebag about it, and he like kept making me make all these like bizarre corrections. Like it was just a shell of yeah. the quiz. And like I found the quiz, and like it says like Jurassic Park trivia quiz, a classic trilogy is now a quiz. Yeah, there's no quiz. This, there's no quiz. It, the, I remember the guy took all of the fun out of it. He was like, you can only say facts in this quiz. You cannot say anything else. Where did you get this source from? And I was oh, like, geez. the movie. I watched the movie. What? I have to source the movie to you? It Was, was so this weird. guy Alan Grant in the first I half know, seriously. Park? You don't get to listen. You don't get to see a lot of Jim, which is our fault because we need to do more promos but from i do see like a baby gym i feel like you did a lot with your limbs with expressing who you were as a small child it's a lot of <laughs> throwing i was around own. 
I was around this tall when I was that age. I was a very long child. Right, so just flailing and just being very <laughs> upset with your hands. That's what I imagine. Mom! <laughs> yeah. That's a great podcast joke. Uh. Uh, all right, well, I think I said the things. Uh, I was pissed off about the phone. Uh, we didn't talk about Samuel L. Jackson at all. Uh, really, we did other it. Than we Which, mentioned his name. You know what? Well, I feel like right on par with the recognition he got in this movie, like that his character got in this movie. Hold on to your butts. That's the one line that <laughs> That's like, all we, he says yeah. it twice. He says it twice. Yeah. Uh, it, honestly, <laughs> also it, smoking that cigarette like yep. to yeah. the butt. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure he just did that scene. They had him say, "Hold on to your butts," so many times that it's just like that's the one that got. It's like when it was completely gone. Uh, it's funny in the original script all of his lines were just hold on to your butt and then he was like i feel like i should say something else yeah motherfucker that's the only two lines he's allowed to say in movies uh oh we didn't even talk about the time that uh nedry goes ah 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 you didn't say the magic word ah 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 (laughs) oh yeah that was that was what a creepy arrogant (laughs) (laughs) What what is it called What's a what's a hacking thing called? A what virus? Yeah. That's it. My Sorry. work recently. Sorry, I couldn't. That's not what it is. Yeah, yeah, you got it. What's the thing? My... Uh, it's like an infection <laughs> for the computer. <laughs> what's that thing? It's like uh like bacterial. Uh <laughs> but not that. It's the other one. <laughs> With robots. <laughs> my uh my computer my work recently asked me to write a virus by like accident. We we have like websites, and they were like, "Can you make it so that they don't that they can't close their browser uh, when they uh, submit a claim?" And I was like, "You just asked me to write a virus. No, I can't do that. I'm I don't think legally we're allowed to, and also I don't know if physically I can." Oh, don't I don't like that. Mm-mm. Oh, I don't, name don't your. Name your work of place. Your yeah, place where you of working? work. No, I'm not going to do that. Do this. It, was, it was one of those things where I said that to them and they went, oh, yeah, we did just ask you to do that. Sorry. Don't don't listen to us. Or tell anyone about this, especially. <laughs> don't don't tell literally tens of people on a podcast. Hey, we're more than tens. We're 20s of people at this point. Yeah, two. You know that two twenties of people. (laughs) I like to believe that that guy in Ireland is seeing someone and also brought them in on listening to our podcast. I do. uh, I love that Irish guy. (laughs) He's our number one fan. I hope you're listening still. I love it. Do you you know his name? Oh no! But if he if he is on social media, please just add us. We'd love to talk to you about what your experience (laughs) is with our podcast. He's going to be like, I'm in Tennessee, and yes, I reroute. <laughs> I, I, yes. The, the, the obvious answer is that he has like a VPN that yeah. is stationed in uh, Ireland. Uh, but I'm still on board with him completely being obsessed with our content, which is a possibility. Don't rule that out for me. Uh, speaking of content, uh, this would be an appropriate time. That was a pretty good transition, I would say so. Uh, nice. Do you have any content that you would like to promote, or uh, is there any uh, just randomness in the world that you want to, to bring to light on our podcast? Yeah, uh, I I want to promote the ride at Hershey Park, and I think <laughs> people should go to it. It's better. Yeah. You can't get out of it until it's done, so it's safer. 
And at the end, you get a Hershey kiss. I mean, I do remember that. Pretty yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the name of the elephant? No. Oh my god, I don't. I feel ashamed now. There's an elephant. In I, the only park? reason I know is because there was a story behind it. Mr. Hershey ha- had an elephant, and oh, they, it's geez. part of the ride. And there's a part where uh, they go, "Do you know the name of the elephant?" And my ex's brother went, "The elephant's name was Coco," and then it went. That's correct. The elephant's (laughs) name was Peanut. (laughs) Rude. It's either Coco or Peanut. I don't remember. I think he said Peanut because that makes more sense. And then they were like, it's it's Coco. Or he was way wrong and it was Peanut. Yeah. And then he broke out of the bars and then clearly got super pissed and started smashing everything. (laughs) Yeah. And then he got eaten by a dinosaur. We all have been to Hershey Park. (laughs) uh classic absolutely classic well thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about nonsense uh i appreciate you it's so lovely to see you thank you for having me i'm so glad i got to do this and remember this movie well one one thing that jim and i discussed is that if we were going to have you on the podcast we were not going to make we were like let's make her watch something that's good (laughs) (laughs) oh okay i'll just watch all the bad movies on my own time because garbage if you want to come and talk about garbage movies you just tell me what your favorite garbage movie is in a franchise and you can come right back and talk about it you just let me know what it is all uh, right i mean if you do happen to love the last installment of the bring it on series let me know <laughs> oh i just threw a random at you are you a fan do you know like well, their later work i don't know i would have to check to see if i've seen the last installment but i've seen way more of the bring it on franchise than any uh uh adult person should have <laughs> all right folks so you'll be seeing sheila master back again just when uh don't forget that you can become a patreon supporter in order to be able to have a say in the upcoming franchises and get a vote in uh and then you can also just add us on social media and tell us which ones you want us to do so if you're a big fan of talking about bring it on and is she in is kirsten stewart no not kirsten stewart kirsten dunst kirsten dunst I'm sure everyone does that. Uh, is is she no. in all of them or just the first one? Just, just the, the first one. one. Oh, okay. Well, if you first wanna... one is a classic. First yeah. The first one's really, really good. It's yeah, really Gabrielle well Union. Uh huh. I mean, oof. I love how we're doing a promo for something that won't happen for like a year, based on how our how our podcast works. We, when we originally started the podcast, I kept saying that as a joke because I had recently watched a bunch of those movies, and I was like, mm. "And we could just do like Bring It On or something like that." And Kai was just like, "We're never doing Bring It On. Stop mentioning that." I reference but it all the time. Like, it's my favorite. <laughs> now no, I'm like, you- come on. You huh? have to oh, do oh, that Oh, I want to bring franchise. it on. All right, Jim. Well, next time, folks, if you're a Patreon supporter right now, uh, Jim and I just will give you four options, and they will all be bringing it on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoy that. It's going to be that, The Muppets, and Jaws, probably, if I'm going to guess. Uh, yeah, there's... And House Party, because I keep pushing for that one, too. <laughs> keep pushing for House Party. Well, uh, and Step Up. You need to add Step Up in there. Oh, I'm sure it's on the list. Is there a third Step Up movie? Because I know Step Up 2, The Streets. Yeah, there is. (laughs) And I've seen it. (laughs) To be honest with you, Jim, I'm just excited to watch the the next generation of The Pet Detective. Uh, I cannot wait to get into that garbage. Uh, Because there is a 
a third world movie, right? Where he's like yeah, a little there's kid. A, there's a kid version of it, yeah. Oh, and the mask you can get. Sorry, I'm just here to tell no, you. No, let's about. just let's just run through every single movie franchise we might do at the end of this episode. Think of all the Jim Carrey movies we could do. Dumb and Dumber, because there's three of those. Uh... Do, we'll do a run where we just do Jim Carrey movies for like six months. <laughs> uh, so do come back uh, next week. Uh, uh, Jim and I will be uh, sitting down with. Uh, the hosts of watching it um so we're 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 expanding we're talking to other podcasts so let's let's check them out and bring uh them to the table and see what they have to say about the lost world right jurassic park yeah you got it they did it backwards i think, it is, I think it's weirdly the lost world colon jurassic park like like a colon yeah like a full human colon then <laughs> <laughs> jurassic park I, we've yeah. all seen the promo advertisements uh so do you come back say it it's shit Uh, okay that was that's that's enough of that Uh, and then do you want me to end the episode on your failed joke (laughs) i want you to end it on the failed joke and then add like four minutes of silence what was the name again that we're going to use for dubbing over can you just say that a few times sheila i can't remember who it was oh i i suggest it may martin okay i'm sorry what was that again may martin yeah i just want to make sure i use the best one (laughs) you just give may martin that was good i like that one perfect that perfect. was it i also like in the middle of kai talking it will randomly just be you going <laughs> may martin <laughs> <laughs> goodbye folks <laughs> oh yeah yeah bye <laughs> don't forget to follow us on facebook at rotten treasure and on instagram at rotten underscore treasure and on twitter at rotten treasure and go to patreon.com slash rotten treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.